We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You knew it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! And welcome to the Bearcast. Um, the non-third man edition. Yeah, we will, yeah. No cast today. Yeah, Gorsi um, was the Hogan to our NWO. <laughs> was he the, the main match? The main, I don't know. It depends. If we can get Mike Silver in here at some point. It, situationally yeah. of our NWO, you would be Kevin Nash, I'd be Scott Hall. So. <laughs> Do I get a bat? Do, do I get like a like a huge? That was Sting stick? who had oh, the bat. Oh, that was Sting had the bat. That's right. Nash was Nash was just as tall though. He was just as built as well, Sting. Well, Nash was, and still is six foot ten. Yeah, so and ripped. So he's gone on to a good acting career, yeah. being in both Magic Mike movies. Speaking of um, moving on to greener pastures, uh, Johnny Dawkins. Yes. Bye bye. Uh, he always did very well against us. Yeah. Which was the sad part. And I will say he was very, very clear in the post-game news conference that I went to. I mean... The, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. He's, he's a just, great guy, too. He's probably not the best basketball coach. No. But I'm not either, so I can't blame him. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think either of us are. Um, we, um, we just ramble on. We just talk about random things. I could be a decent like offensive coordinator in football. I don't <laughs> think I could coach basketball, though. Spider 2, why banana? Sluggo, sluggo, sluggo. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> Spider 2, why banana, and sluggo. Those are the, yeah, those it, the only requirements for being an offensive uh, coordinator. Throw in a couple run plays, left and right, zone run, boom, you got yourself an offense. There you go. And make like, a couple deep routes, and yeah. There you go. You build upon that. You start with a small base, and you broaden out. That's how the Tony Franklin system works. Yeah, and then the rest of the stuff you just tell your assistants to take care of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Delegate. That's the true meaning of being a manager. Delegation. Yeah. Delegate, allocate, confiscate. Confiscate. And reciprocate. Okay. And consecrate. (laughs) And then... Derivate. I'm running out of words. Is there another eight word to get fired? Um, alleviate? <laughs> Re- alleviate? 
<laughs> if we're making up words, yes. Um, and on to some... Harry. Since we're talking about um, people being relieved of their duties, yeah. um, we talk about another one today. Uh, news broke this morning that uh, assistant coach uh, for the men's basketball team, Jan Hefnagel, was... Uh, Yanni. Yeah, was... Dismissed uh, and relieved of all of his duties as an assistant coach. Well, I figured that was coming sooner or later, but it happened sooner for reasons I did not anticipate. Yeah. And for reasons I don't think you anticipated either. No, the SF Chronicle, uh, Connor, Connor Letourneau, he uh, just released, or he just published an article earlier this morning, I believe. Yeah, Um, it was around noon. Yeah, um, about... Uh, uh, sexual harassment allegations. Yeah, and, that's not good. I mean, the university's been cracking down on sexual uh, harassment allegations over Which the past is good. few weeks. Yeah, well, over the past few weeks. The dean of the law school uh, resigned last week. Yeah, but he's um, still teaching. So yes, yes. He is. Fire him out of a cannon into the sun. Yeah, but I think the bigger thing is right now is he... he I don't think it's... Uh, they haven't fully investigated yet. I think yeah. the allegations just came about, so that's why he's been... He resigned, but oh. he's still on his staff. Oh, yeah. Then that's understandable. Yeah. This was apparently he's been under investigation for this Since for August of last year, year, which means either they've been slow in getting the process done, which is very Cal, in that they aren't, like, aren't dedicating enough resources to something like this, or they're taking their time, crossing their T's, dotting their I's and everything to make yeah. sure this is right. Because sexual harassment is a big thing. Now you, yeah, you want to make sure that it's not that it's right that you've this this false allegations are almost as bad as the actual thing itself, exactly. because that leads to a cycle of hey we don't we think you're making a false allegation when you get to a person who's really been sexually assaulted, yeah, and it's troubling. I my hope is that they've taken their due diligence just to make sure that what they've got is what they've got. So, I mean, you know, we live in a country where you're innocent until proven guilty. Yes. We can't... We can't We can't put this guy... Right yeah, we can't assume anything right or now. anything like that. Um, but if they've been under... If, they, if they've been doing an investigation since last year... Then, then that kind of makes you wonder. Yeah. But and the, at the same time, I'm sure I'm... I'm 99% positive they're, they took their time just to cover all the bases. Yeah. You know, but... Timing-wise, could it have been better? Yes. Yeah, but... If you're taking that long anyways. But at the same time, I'm sure the people that needed to yeah. know already knew. Yeah, it's more of a... You can't you can't time something like this to be better for your basketball program. This, yeah. is, a, this is bigger than basketball. Yeah, it's definitely... Um, but, so, so that's, that's, that just happened. Yeah, um, that literally happened a few hours ago. <laughs> so this is just literal breaking news for yes. us. Kramer is gone without <laughs> having to drop any N-bombs. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, that was the uh, the breaking news. That was rapidly added to our program this, this afternoon. Yeah, just because it, we, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. I checked Twitter at one point when I got to sit down. And, and then kaboom. Whoa. In your face. It's out of nowhere. It's yeah. RKO level of yeah. news. Um, but yeah, so there's Wait. that. If you want to uh, get a better read on it, um, check out the SF Chronicle and Connor's article. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a very good article. He's, I mean, he, his, his pieces are really well written. Yeah, and um, Gorsi has some sources on it, too. I yeah. read some of 
through some of his recap. And yeah, yeah, he has one on uh, on BearTerritory.net yeah, as well. Scout so. and whatnot. Yeah, so ESPN also has an article already as yeah, well. Yeah, it's on the front page. Yeah. That's not good publicity. No, no, not at all. But, you know, yeah. on lighter news, today is Pi Day. Today is Pi Day. Have you gotten a slice of pie today yet? Uh, I have not. I'm probably not going to, but, you know, I I mean, I could hit nations. Oh, wait, no, I have the dog with me on the way home, so... I have to plan these things now, because <laughs> once I get home, I don't want to leave home. Of, that's, I just want to sit down, to relax, and... Watch some TV. Yeah, watch some wrestling. Yeah. Do my normal thing. Yeah. I think I'm getting two versions of pie today. Nice. I'm gonna, some of my friends, uh, they wanted to go get pizza at, for delicious. dinner. And then pie afterwards, so... And double delicious. Double serving of pie. Yeah. It's perfect. 3.14. Yeah, and we're also in Stone Cold Steve Austin month. Are we? Oh, yeah, that is right. That is right. Three sixteen. That's right. That's right. Uh, Wednesday <laughs> will be Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Will you crack open two beers and slam it in the air and drink it as it falls to your face? Yes, I will. I do that most days. <laughs> Can you get someone to vine it for us, please? Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> Stone Cold has his own beer now. Does he? It's the uh, Broken Skull IPA. Oh, oh, well, it's great name. Yeah. Great name. It's uh, from El Segundo Brewing Company. You can find it at Whole Foods and Total Wine. <laughs> are we? Are I we can't find it at the damn Whole Foods in <laughs> Berkeley, though. And they have a huge beer selection. That They do. Yeah. That other, that new one that opened up yeah, on the, Gilman. on Gilman. That one's... Oof. They don't have it there, or they didn't the last time I looked. No. So you may have to go to the one on Ashby. Yeah. Um, should we talk some football? You know what? Why not? It's Let's, a little more lighthearted. It's a little more. Yeah, it is. Uh, first of all, some rec- football lighthearted. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Uh, it is recruiting season. Recruiting never stops. Yeah. Uh, but news yesterday um, of, if you have not known, Cal is in the mix for a five-star athlete, the number one athlete in the country, the number eight top ten uh, unanimous prospect. prospect in the country. Uh, from Savannah, Georgia, Demetrius Robertson. Uh, he talked to the UGA, the Georgia University of Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech. Yeah, their uh, I think their rival site, and this is what he had to say. Uh, he was talking about why he signed a financial aid agreement with Georgia Tech. He also signed a financial agreement with Cal last week, which just means it's non-binding, yeah. but it solidifies. If he wants to come, it saves him a spot in the fall. Yeah, so it's not his. His scholarship won't be given off to anyone else who wants to come in late. And it gives the coaching staff the ability to contact him. Unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited contact. So Total um, contact. Let me just read you the little excerpt. Uh, so he's talking about Georgia Tech first. He says, with Georgia Tech, it was my mom, Robertson said. That's her favorite college, actually. She loves the school. It's close to home, and they have great academics. That was the reason I signed the papers with Georgia Tech. At Cal, I went out there and fell in love, and I felt like home a little bit. That's why I did Cal, but there are more coming. Due to the signature, the Yellow Jackets and Golden Bears now have unlimited contact and both are taking advantage of the opportunity. We have a great relationship, Robertson said of Cal. I talk to them and Jalen Brown a lot. <laughs> He's a Georgia guy that moved out there and got experience. Our relationship is great. Basically, they just want me to take my time. They're trying to persuade me on some things about Cal and what they can offer. And what can put Cal over the top? Just the coaching staff and Coach Dykes, Robertson said. I really like him. I feel at home, and I feel comfortable, which is big for three to four years. They also have great academics. That's an understatement. Yeah. Well, that bodes well. I still, being a Cal fan, 
I know that it's probably not going to work as well as I hope. <laughs> but if it happens, then we get him in and he'll be good. Yeah. So he's he's one of those guys that even if he didn't sign those financial aid agreements, you make room for yeah. him if he wants to come. And when he comes, oh, we'll have space. Too. Yeah. And when he arrives, the defensive coaching staff, Art Kaufman, you have Jake Spavril, and you have Guy Dykes sit down with him, and you go, where do you want to play, son? Yeah. Where would you like to play? Pick a spot, any yeah. spot. Any spot. <laughs> yeah, but The only two spots that are out of his grasp would probably be D-line and O-line. Those are the, probably the only two. He could probably do it. It's and he could just... probably still play O-line. <laughs> yeah. Work on his footwork. Yeah, I mean, he could be a, he could be a destructive D-end as well. That would be a... Uh, but... So that's it for uh, Demetrius Robertson. Um, yeah, but we have had some a good week of practice so far, from what I've heard. I've heard uh, good things about Grayson Bankshead in particular. Bankhead. Bankhead. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> he's good. He's, he's apparently very good. He's, he's progressed very, very good quickly. In the slot. I mean, I was there. I went to the very first practice. Yes. Um, you know, no shells, just helmets, uh, you know, practice jerseys and shorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were basically doing two-hand touch in terms of... You know, uh, just the seven-on-seven drills, so on and so forth. Bankhead caught my eye in the slot. Um, He is very, very good at route running. Mm -hmm. He's very crisp out of his breaks. A little like Treggs was. Mm -hmm. He gets very good separation. Um, His his little stutter step into either, you know, his either a double move or when he's making like that 90-degree cut for a down-and-in or a Mm down-and-out, it's just on point. Um, And it just creates that... Like second of separation you need yeah. um, in college ball. Second, Jordan VC. Yeah, he's been talked about a lot by Coach oh. Dykes as someone who can play right away. Oh, I Lord. mean, he's coming off a of JC. Yeah, I mean he's so. he has the he has the size of Lawler. Ooh. Um, in terms of just build, he so oh he, passes, my. he passes the eye test. And then when he's running at full speed, I won't I won't say he's at Davis's level. But he's in he's that range. He's certainly up there. Yeah, he's in that range. That's We've never had that before. No. no we've never had size and speed in a single player before. So Because it's rare as hell. <laughs> it's very rare. Um, and then also, of course, the two freshmen. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Melky Stovall and Jor- yeah. Jordan Duncan. Oof. They're good. They and are they're going good. to continue to be good at this level. I mean, there was one where uh, Melky Stovall was in the slot on the right side running a down and in, a short down and in. He runs the short down and in. Uh, I can't remember who threw him in the pass, but it was just it was on point, on target, catches it, and he just he keeps running straight. He doesn't break up the field. And he catches it right before he hits the numbers. Mm-hmm. And then he enters the numbers, and then the, the DB's coming down. He does the Deshaun Jackson, Tennessee step back move. With two hands up in the air, DB goes straight flying, and then he makes the ninety degree cut and goes up the. He pulled the Top Gun. Oh my it, god! It works. It works. Was he inverted? Yeah. <laughs> he snapped a picture. He flipped in the bird and <laughs> ran for his life. Um, and then of course Jordan Duncan. I mean the the kid goes all out um, in every single play. I mean mm-hmm. they were running fade uh, the fade route and fade drills with the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. He, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy if the ball's overthrown, right? At, it's just practice with no shells or anything. You have no mm-hmm. protection on you. There's, you can just let the balls go a little bit if, if it drifts off. He gets to the the sideline, tiptoes, mm-hmm. you know, just full extension, tippy-toeing, and 
grabs the ball out of bounds and then just hits hits the ground. Nice. And he caught it. And I'm looking at that going This guy's playing. This guy's playing. I mean if you if you do that you're showing the coaching staff that you're you're wanting to play every single down. Yeah. And you're not even wearing shells or anything. It's just it's just warm up practice. You're basically, making right? the effort yeah. no matter what. That's it was incredible. Hopefully he does uh, not get injured. <laughs> no, no, I hope he does not. Um but I think he could be what what Robert Jordan was to us Ooh, a few years back. Yeah. I, I really I, I think that's the, the big catches. Yeah. I think he's the comparison that I make the most. He's not he's not a Lavelle Hawkins. I love I just love that wide receiver core back in oh uh, six, oh seven, oh eight. Yeah. Um so I always make the comparison to that because that wide receiver trio was just outstanding. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he can bring in his cousin who's from Oakland and is a great running back, <laughs> <laughs> much like Robert Jordan yeah. and uh, Marshawn Lynch. Yep. Though they were there at the same time. But yeah. That's beside the point. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Very intrigued. Oh yes. Um, not, a good reason to. That's not to say we won't that we're going to win a lot of games. But I think we can get at least six. I think we can get there. Uh, but I'm very intrigued by the young talent. Mm-hmm. Just because unlike basketball, you have these guys for a minimum three years. Yeah. So Makes you feel quite a bit better. Yeah. yeah. And there's less uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and then, I mean, we'll have more coverage over, uh, what's it, spring ball uh, later this week. The boys actually do go on spring break. Uh, spring break starts this weekend. Oh. Nice. So, no practice next week. Um, That's good. And I don't think there's a practice this Wednesday at all. So it gives them a little leeway, and I'm, not, I'm pretty sure once they get back, they'll start going full full pads. Yeah, they, they've been in at least shells. Yeah, I think maybe they've started full pads or something. Yeah, I don't maybe know. today they might have gone full pads. Um, but so we'll have more in depth coverage. It gets more fun once it gets to full pads because then it's like full contact and you know just yeah. Because the speed's different, right? I mean, yeah, you'll see guys who want to go a little hard and harder in full pads, and yeah. yeah, speed's different. You can you can have a four three forty, but it depends on how you move in the pads. Exactly. That's what made Jerry Rice so great yeah. was that he was master of making his cuts, getting his hips into everything, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah, all the technical crap that you <laughs> learn eventually. Um, and then one more bit of uh, Cal football news. Uh, Pro Day is this Friday um, at 9 a.m. Uh, the public part is on Memorial at on Kabam Field at Memorial Stadium at 9 a.m. Doors open at 8 for the public to come in and watch. Um, I was there last year. We didn't yeah. have that many guys that went last year. It was just Michael Lowe, Chris Harper. Um, it's going to be a lot more heralded this year. It is. It will very much be. So in. here's what you do if you're going to one of these. All right, you get get a hat from your favorite pro team. Or a polo shirt. There you go. Bring a timer. Bring a clipboard with a piece of paper. Sneak onto the field. Say, <laughs> yeah, I'm with these guys. And watch guys up close. And then see if you can see if you can get permission to interview someone. This is not condoned by us. No, <laughs> this is not. <laughs> I just want to see if anyone would bite. But no. You know the funnier part is that if someone actually did it, and then that team actually had a representative there, and they'd be like, yeah. Where who sent you? Hey, Rob, <laughs> buddy, how you doing, guy? Uh, how's the family? How are the kids? <laughs> how's the wife? How's the kids? How's the house? You know. Oh, whether neighbor I'm... Jenkins is giving you a hard time again. I'm sorry, bud. Oh, Want me to take him out? Yeah, uh... I'll take him out. 
have a nice dinner and dancing. You know? Oh man. Oh. Oh gosh. Um, but it, I mean, if you have the time to make it out, I mean, I was there last year. I mm-hmm. ran into Richard Rogers, mm-hmm. um, who's out, who came up to watch the guys. Um, Freddie Tagaloa, of course, University of Arizona, but mm-hmm. former Cal guy. It was I mean, he's from the area. Guy. Yeah, he's from the area. So he was here watching some of some of the guys as well. Um, it's pretty cool just to see just the scouts from every single team there with you know the the hat the you know, the, the quarter zip sweater and, and there will be more of them this year too a lot more a lot more um, especially since Goff is going to be there and he's yep. consensus top 10 yeah i mean Goff definitely plus our six wide receivers four of whom weren't even at or three of whom weren't, weren't at the combine so this is their moment to shine and you'll get lasco and the defensive guys too yeah you'll get jaleel measured in you'll get Mm. craigan measured in kyle craigan's auto parts yeah probably probably get darius white measured in Mm -hmm. i think as well Um, i don't know if mcclure will be in it no no i think mcclure's decided on more of an academic path going forward maybe but i don't see him not trying i i you know why not right i applaud him for it either way yeah Um, i'd love to see him on pac-12 networks Personally, oh yeah, really he's very personable. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for that. Um, he's actually my dad's favorite player, of, McClure. Yeah, uh, I mean he's he's a standout guy. Yeah, he's a standout guy. Um, and yeah, so if you come, uh, say hello. I ninety nine percent sure I'll be there. Yeah, I'm not sure if you'll be there or not, but we can discuss this later. Well, uh, I'm not sure yet. Either. <laughs> I'll yeah. be there in my Raiders polo and hat, <laughs> and eye patch, and Al Davis cardboard cutout. Yeah, and standing next to Reggie McKenzie. Yeah, <laughs> Reggie, how you doing, buddy? How's the wife? How's the kids? <laughs> you ever want to punch Ted Thompson in the face? Oh. Tell him you're wrong. Oh Lord. Um, so that pretty much wraps up all our football talk. That's that, that's. Just thinking, hey, Reggie, my username is Mark Davis's Bull Cut, <laughs> Raider Nation website. How you doing? I wanted to talk to you about our off-season acquisitions. Yeah. I couldn't get Eric Weddle today. I was bummed about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Chargers fan, so it's, it's, it's heartbreaking to yeah, see him they, leave. They kind of screwed him over there in San Diego, though, I feel. Yeah, I mean, but the, he was, I think he was willing to move on as yeah, well. He and ne- the, they both needed him to move on. Yeah. And, I mean, the the great thing was that we helped uh, we helped facilitate in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, whoever you want us to talk to, uh, whichever teams you don't want to talk to, let's we'll set it that way. So yeah. that, that at least shows some. I don't know. It, it it's it's a nice little thing to show mm-hmm. a guy who's basically your heart and soul of the defense for the last yeah. eight, eight years or so. Would have looked great in silver and black, but you know what. Good on him for going to Baltimore. Good organization. Mm-hmm. So, at least you guys got a uh, Bruce Irvin last yeah, week. Yeah, Bruce Irvin. Um, God, who else? I'm blanking on names right now. Sean Smith. Uh, one more guy whose name escapes me. <laughs> uh, the guard from the Ravens, whose name I can't pronounce. Osmelly. Oh yeah, yeah. That's there you right. go. Yeah, I think you were correct. I think the Chargers got like Travis Benjamin or something. We did. We did sign Travis Benjamin. It's okay. our first downfield threat at the wide receiver position in a long time. I mm-hmm. mean, we needed to get a guy to take over Malcolm Floyd's spot, mm-hmm. which, and he retired uh, just this past offseason. Oh, he so retired? He wow. retired, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was like three or four games before the season ended. He said, this is my last, this is yeah. my last year. 
And, you know, we re-signed Antonio Gates. And yeah. I mean, he'll be there forever. No, he, he signed a two-year deal. And it, it's, it's sounding like the two-year deal is either he retires after one mm-hmm. or he or retires, he retires after, after, after two. two. Yeah, it's going to see how his body holds up. Yeah. But enough with the pro football talk yeah. because that's not why you're here. No, it's not NBC Sports. No, it certainly isn't. No, you are here to listen to us talk about basketball. Yes. What the Uh, the Bears played in Las Vegas last week. That was a pretty good segue. Yeah, no, <laughs> no like, we should do more musical interludes. I like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll add those in. We'll think of more ideas. If you have any ideas for musical interludes you want between sections, let us know. And we'll try to hum it if it's possible. I'll get to my NFL films music. We can do it in dues. <laughs> Uh, Okie dokie. So right. let's talk about the end of the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, so first. we'll talk about Vegas. I mean, we had a first-round bye, so the team uh, had their first game, what was this, Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday against Oregon State. Yep. Uh, this one this one was it was fun. Um, yeah, for sort of. Yeah. I mean, did we... It was tense. Yeah, it was. I mean, the first half score was 34-30, and then in the second half, we won 42-38, to so overall... 76, 68. I mean, we led for 36 minutes, but it never felt like we were fully pulling away. No. I thought we were pulled away in the first three minutes. Yeah, but they came right back. I think we were up, what, like 14, 12? 12. It was 17 to 5. And then they came right back. The the savior of this game really was Jabari Bird. Yep. And Rab. 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 Rab goes without question, but Jabari made a couple of shots when we got down a little bit where... He just pulled the trigger from three, and he went off, and Rab got every single rebound that, that Gary Payton the second did not get, <laughs> as Rab had 21-15 next to Payton's 20-17, and 17, which is unreal for a guard. It's a, that, by the way, that's, that's 17 rebounds, not 17 assists as a point guard. No. <laughs> just wanted to make he that had, clear. He had two assists and five turnovers. Yeah, but two blocks and two steals on yeah, top of that. Yeah, he, he is so good. I hope the Warriors pick him up. He'd be a good he's number a, two guard. He's a great defensive complement for yeah. that team. Yeah. And he can shoot the three, too. So. Yeah. Like, uh, and, I mean, Jalen Brown struggled a bit. He struggled all weekend. Yeah, he's been having some issues, but he will... When he returns to form, which I'm hoping is against Hawaii on Friday... Which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yes, we will talk about that momentarily. He will go out like gangbusters. <laughs> but I... He just needs Michael's secret stuff. Yeah. That's what he needs. But he'll find out it's been water all along. <laughs> no, Jabari played hell of a game. 5 of 7 from 3. 7 11 from the field. Yeah, just... He's getting better on that little elbow jumper. He's very good. Little deal like that. He's... Good on the reverse layups. You know, personally, I I love I love that pull up jumper just because mm-hmm. that's that's it's like a triple threat in terms of driving because yeah. he sets up on the wing on the three he and he, he pump fakes on the three and if he doesn't bite then he just rises up takes that yeah. three if he bites you drive if the weak side defender comes up and and protects then he'll just pull up at the elbow and hit that yeah. mid-range. If they don't, he's going all the way to the rim. Yeah, he can fly if he wants to. Exactly. I mean, we've seen him do an up-and-under yeah. alley-oop to himself off the backboard. So, And that was great. <laughs> that was 
Oh, God. I watched that highlight several times. If someone can so put up beautiful. like all of our dunks that we've done this year or and threes would be yeah. would be nice. I just need to cobble together some Chabari footage to make a bird is the word highlight video. <laughs> maybe maybe during the off season. I'm working on it right now. <laughs> I just need to get the clips really. Somewhere somewhere on YouTube. Yeah. And Pac twelve network. Don't you know about the bird? <laughs> Everybody knows that the bird is the word. Yeah, I mean Oh, and by the way, this game, Derek Bruce. Yeah, oh, that guy Lord. came out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, so going into this game, we knew he Trace could. Tinkle wasn't playing. Yeah. And we game plan basically for Gary Payton and basically maybe Stephen Thompson. Like that's, yeah. And, and Duvivier from, from three. Like those are the only things you could possibly game plan for. You can't game plan for a guy who's, who's averaged two points a game this entire season. His previous high was 11. And he he scored twenty five. He was yeah. four of six from three, seven eleven from the field. I, he it felt like he was making every single shot. And he was seven of ten from the free throw line yeah. too. I I mean he just got his little shimmy and his <coughs> shake, and he got there. This kid's good. Yeah, he's real good. Um, and he's going to be a threat for years to come. Yeah, very much will. Uh, but they had no answer for Rab inside, who nope. went nine of eleven. Three of ten from free throws, which isn't great, but no. you know. I mean, he technically. I, I mean, these and the, four I, blocks. Yeah, I think one of the misses came just way late in the game when mm-hmm. it didn't really matter. He was realistically like nine for ten, nine for nine. Yeah, and that's incredible. Um, they just every every bo- rebound that came his way, it was stuck to his hands. Yeah. I I don't know what he does for half of those rebounds because he's so good at getting them. Yeah. I mean, there's ones where he, like, grabs at the free throw line, and I thought he was balking someone out under the basket, at, like, yeah. literally a half a second ago. His long arms, he's yeah. going to be loved wherever he goes. I read a mock draft today that has him going to the Phoenix Suns. Oh. It also has Jalen Brown going to the Phoenix Suns. No. So. <laughs> Which I thought was, hey, that works. We talked about this uh, yesterday, though, but we both thought that going to Portland, if he, if if the draft order maybe worked in his if favor, if it worked to that, going to Portland or going to Boston, oh, in my opinion, oh, that would be fun. They could use him there in Boston since they don't have a true power forward that plays like him. Yeah, I mean they have a Linux, but. Unless you want to break some arms, I think I'd rather have rap. <laughs> yeah, I have a I have a buddy of mine who's a was a very avid uh, Celtics fan, and he yeah. loves Ivan's game and how he molds it after uh, at least defensively after Kevin Garnett. Yeah, his offensive game was kind of like Kevin Garnett too, mm-hmm. because that one play um, where he's he faces up the he faces up Shaftenar on the mm-hmm. baseline, uh, posts him up slightly just then, with his back, and then uh, I think it was. Bruce or Duvivier or Thompson that comes down to help him on the double team, but he just yeah. does that little turn away Dirk Nowitzki fade. Yeah, it was a Dirk move there. Oh. I love the Dirk shot. Oh, I love that little spin off the shoulder, the quick spin off the shoulder, yeah, and then the, you're just you're just yeah, up in the air. That's a bit of the James Worthy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did that little uh, the heart, <laughs> the the dream shake. Yeah, he did the little dream shake on him. So, I mean, that was. That was a crazy move, by the way. Um, but this game was pretty easy. It, I mean, we never lost our lead. We, the game was tied for two minutes. OSU led for a minute and 55. That was like literally in the first half. And there was a little bit in the second half where they got ahead by two, then Jabari hit a three, and yeah. we're was, gone from yeah. there. 
Um, so that pretty much wrapped up that game. It wrapped up that game, but the um, second game against uh, Utah was a killer. The heartbreak, heartbreak in Vegas. You can't let Bonham get out to make that last shot. You just it was very back and forth, a very good game. Pirtle put on a hell of a show. He just backed down guys at will. And on that note as well, Rooks played an outstanding game defending him yeah. all, all game. He did foul out, but he played fantastically on him. Just bodied him. He's a big man, so he's gonna do well at bodying him. Yeah. So I was very impressed by his play there, and he had one big two-handed block. I mean, the defensive possession, that final one, what we were talking about, is um, that bottom layup. I I just don't know what the defensive set or anything like no, that was, because Ivan was playing all the way... Well, Pirtle was inbounding. Ivan was all the way at the baseline, basically, yeah. you know, face-guarding him, which I don't understand, because if you had just... If you, have gonna, him, if you have him back to set up as a shot blocker, exactly. then it would have been better. Because Pirtle's not going sh- to not gonna he's not going to be the trailer that shoots a three, and he's not going to be fast enough to trail down in three seconds and yeah. get like a dump off pass to hit the layup. Like it's just that's not happening. Yeah, but you need to just play pressure, have a couple guys to double team, you know. But I I don't know what happened. So Yeah, I mean, most people have... They played a very good game. I they, will say that. They did. They, they played an outstanding game. Just some, some shots just did not fall. Um, Jalen did not have the best game. So Yeah, Jalen... Uh, was 3 of 17. Zero from three from three point. I mean, his free throws were falling. He was 6 of 8. And he had five assists, which yeah. is solid. And two steals. Uh, but, I mean, once again, Ivan Rapp, 6 of 7 from the field... Uh, 13 points, 5 rebounds. That was mostly in the first half. And Ty Wallace tried to keep us in the game. He had Which he did. 26 big points, a few threes, hit 75% of his free throws, which was good for him. So, I mean, his free throw percentage has gotten better and better and better. Yeah. Ever since the gotten... curtain of distraction. <laughs> Pirtle was too much to overcome, honestly. Yeah, 10 and of 18, 9 of 12 from the free throw line, 29 points, 11 rebounds. Yeah, just... He's going to be a top pick. They're projecting him sixth to the Pelicans right now. Yeah. Which would be a great compliment for Anthony Davis. Oh, then Anthony could... He he could do whatever the hell he wanted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe the Pelicans not having a good season this year actually might work in their favor if Pirtle yeah. this falls to them right there. Yeah, Pirtle the turtle. Yeah. Or he's, a, a, he's a ute, really. But yeah. That's a pretty good... Uh, what's it? Uh, center rotation there if they yeah. get him with him and Omer's... Ashik, 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 yeah, and Alexis Ajinka. Yeah, that who, would be. They're both nowhere near as good as Pearl. But no, no, no. But serviceable. Yeah, yeah, they can. Ashik's good on defense. I don't really know too much about the Pelicans. Yeah, but I mean, I think that would just the rotation-wise, it, it would be nice because you'd yeah. have two f- fully seven-footers. Yeah. And Pirtle's relatively mobile. He can move around in that Alvin Gentry type system. Yeah, I mean, everything else fell in our favor in this game. I mean, Jordan Leverage two of twelve. Um, he had a couple of threes early, though. Yeah, Brandon a, Taylor, two of four from three. I mean, and we he held, eight shots. held him to 33% from three, which isn't the greatest, but it isn't bad either. I mean, the, the storyline here is that the scores basically flipped, right? Cal was up 37, 33 at halftime. And then in the second half, Utah won the second half 37 to 33. Yeah, but there's no more symmetry as Utah won in no. overtime. Yep. Um, and it's... 
The crazier part is Cal had 34 points in the paint. Utah had 32. What? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> a lot of driving from yeah. Wallace and Rab and Brown. That's where most of those points come from. And Matthews and Bird both got in a little bit to the lane. Yeah. So, so Matthews was... hasn't been shooting as well as he had been. Yeah. But I think we'll be okay. He's he's too good to keep missing. No, no. And he's... He's one of those guys that's that's played well all season. Yes. So no matter who's game planning for us, he's always one of the first guys you need to say, this guy's three shooter. Like he is a three shooter. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. But yeah, we will move on from the Pac twelve tournament, which Oregon ended up winning, to the NCAA tournament. The oh. most wonderful time of the year. The highest seed Cal has ever had in yeah, its program's the previous history. Previous highs were a fifth seed in 1997 with the Ed Gray-led team and a five seed in 1994 with the Jason Kidd-led team. And now where we are at four. Yeah. If we can get to the same heights of that 1997 team, at least, then... Yeah, I mean... Shoot. The NCAA nice. released uh, the full seeding chart um, afterwards, and mm-hmm. we're, we were 14. It got leaked early, actually. Yeah. But we are 14, so... Yeah. Whoa, hello. Yeah, we um, started the season 14. Yep. We ended the season 14. Yep. So, so Cal's first matchup is uh, this coming Friday against Hawaii, uh, 11 p.m. or 11 a.m. on TBS. Yes. Um, we play in Spokane, Washington. Uh, we play in the South Bracket, so if we were to make it to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight, we would be going to Louisville, Kentucky next week. Um, this This South Bracket... Most people say is the hardest. It's the toughest one. Yeah. It there by most measures, it is the toughest one. I mean, well, let me just let me just quickly go through the matchups here. No, one seed versus sixteen, Austin, uh, Kansas versus Austin P. Eight versus nine is Colorado versus Connecticut. Five versus twelve is Maryland versus South Dakota State. Four versus thirteen is California versus Hawaii. Six six and eleven is Arizona Vanderbilt slash Wichita Stakes. That's a first four play in. And then three seed versus 14 is Miami versus Buffalo. Seven versus 10 is Iowa versus Temple. Temple should have been higher in my opinion, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Number two and number 15 is Villanova and UNC Asheville. I mean, you have three Pac-12 teams in the same bracket. Yeah. um, Three of which, the three teams probably, other than Utah and Oregon, are probably the three best Pac-12 teams. Well, they are. Arizona, they were the yeah. next three in the uh, Pac-12 uh, tournament rankings. Exactly. Um, so, you know, Trace and I just filled out our our brackets yeah. um, just now. So, I don't know. Should we should we go through a little bit? I mean, we don't have to go yeah. through every matchup, but should we start from the Sweet sure. 16 on? Um, How about pick a winner uh, for each one? Kansas, Austin, P. Kansas, of course. Yeah. Colorado, Connecticut. Colorado. I picked UConn. <laughs> Maryland, South Dakota State. The matchup of the tortoise and the hare. Literally. Yes. Literally. Uh, Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. Us in Hawaii. Us. Of course. <laughs> Arizona versus the winner of Vanderbilt and Wichita State. Wichita State. Yeah, I picked that too. <laughs> Miami, Florida versus Buffalo. Miami. Sorry, yep. Bobby Hurley. Yeah. He's not there anymore anyway. That it is doesn't true, matter. yeah. <laughs> Temple or Iowa? Temple. Same here. <laughs> Villanova and UNC Asheville. <laughs> I I really wanted to make that UNC Asheville pick, but yeah. now Villanova. Yeah, same. All right, and Kansas Kansas Colorado, or Kansas Colorado Kansas UConn. Yeah, I, I got Kansas either way. All right, I have Colorado. I yeah. actually have. Wow. Yeah, 
I think I it's think an old Big Twelve rivalry. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that front line of Colorado can beat Kansas. Hmm. Um, and then Maryland, Maryland and Cal. Cal. I think both of us have us. Yeah. Yeah. I can't not pick us. Yeah. <laughs> Until it becomes impossible to pick us. No. Uh, Wichita, Miami. I have Miami. All right. Temp- uh, I have Temp... We both have Temple, right? Yeah. yeah. Temple or Nova? Villanova. Yeah, so do I. All mm-hmm. right, moving on to the Elite Eight. Um, Kansas or us? Uh, I picked Kansas. All right. Just... I have Colorado or us, and I have us. So. Yeah. Miami or Nova? Miami. Ooh, really? Jim Laranega. Do not count him out. <laughs> he led George Mason to the Elite Eight, so... Can do anything. I'll say the opposite. I pick Nova. Jay Wright's Nova Wildcats. Yeah. Never count them out. I don't know. I just, I've never been a fan of Villanova. And they always find a way to blow it. So I wouldn't be surprised that, that they true. go down to T- Temple or Iowa. Yeah. I just hold a soft spot for them because I fell in love with them when they ran that four guard, one forward system mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Alan Ray, Randy Foy. Um, I can't remember who the big man was camped out uh, down below, but they, they ran that perfectly. Yeah. Um, and then, so you have. I have Kansas as the winner of the South Regional. Uh, okay, I have Villanova beating us in the Elite Eight to oh. get to the Final Four. Yeah, I could see that. All right, uh, and then is there any other bracket out of the East, the Midwest, or the West that that catches your eye um, in terms of the overall bracket? No, most of them are. I have. I know of most of the teams in this one. Like, I know generally what they are, yeah. but the rest of them, not really. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's just do a simple surprise picks uh, in each bracket, all right? Do you have uh, any surprise picks in the West? Whether the, that just be an upset or you have a random team going to the I have a and winning the West. There it is. And uh, I also have Yale going to the Sweet 16 over <laughs> Duke. Oh. Grace and Ted Cruz Allen can go back home and campaign, campaign. I have Cincinnati beating Oregon. I wouldn't. That's not too implausible. Yeah. And then, Oregon is eminently beatable, but I think they're very good when yeah. they're on. I have Oregon State also making the Sweet 16. Huh. For Oklahoma. Yeah. Do you think Gary Payton II can shut down Buddy Heald? See, that's the, that's the question. But for me, in my bracket, that won't even matter because CSU Bakersfield is beating yes. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Go <not>. Roadrunners! <laughs> hey, we talked about this when we were at the selection show with the with the team yesterday. Um, we jump started CSU Bakersfield's ascension <laughs> to the top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Eat your heart out, people they, who said that was a bad loss. They can't do us wrong. They can't do us wrong anymore. All right. Yeah. No. Um, and then I have Baylor as the as getting into the final four. I, from have, there. I have Baylor getting beat in the first round. So. <laughs> We're kind of polar opposites on that one. Yeah, yeah. But I think the other two uh, brackets we may be a little better on. Yeah, I think the East one, I think we both pick UNC to come out of it. Yes, um, yes. Did you have any other su- surprise upsets in um, there? I had Pitt beating Xavier in the to get to the Sweet 16. I have, well, for me, that wouldn't even matter because I have Weber State beating Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick every two versus 15. That's just not going to happen. I didn't pick every two versus 15. Only two, two. Two. Two out of the four. Two out of the four. It happens like <laughs> once every year and four years. Uh, give me my... Uh, let me have my moment of glory. Okay. <laughs> let me have my moment of glory. Your one shining moment. Yeah. Yes. I am banking on the ghost of Weber State Damian Lillard coming alive. Yeah. All right. Maybe they can get Lillard to have one more game of eligibility. 
Maybe. I mean, granted, he played four years there, but a medical red shirt. Yeah. Play a fifth? Yeah. Why not? Oh. All right. Uh, what about the Midwest? Midwest, I have a Arkansas Little Rock pulling the 512 upset. Oh, okay. But I do not have them going too far. I have Utah going to the Elite Eight. Wow. But I think UVA is going to win that one. Because, mostly because if Utah beats Michigan State, UVA won't run into Michigan State, and that's been their issue in the past couple of years. I have Gonzaga winning this entire bracket. Um, They're the 11 seed. They are. The lowest seed to win a... Uh, a bracket? A, a, or get to the a, final four? To get to the final four is an 8 seed, and that's uh, Villanova and Butler. Yeah. So And Nova won it all the year that they did in 1985, yeah. but... So I'm I'm picking Mark Few, Mark Few Magic. The reason, March Few. The reason being is I think if if Gonzaga beats Seton Hall, which I love both these teams, Seton Hall, I love their the passion, the way they play, mm-hmm. um, and I love Gonzaga just because Mark Few does wonders with the big men in the, on that team every year. Pasty um, white dudes, come on down. <laughs> yeah, but I think if Gonzaga, if Utah doesn't get upset by Fresno State, which is it's possible too. Um, if Gonzaga plays Utah, the big men of Gonzaga, I think, can outmatch just Pirtle. Sabonis is that good. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilcher is that good. So, in my opinion, I think those two guys can can basically double up on on Pirtle. So it's just going to be if they can stop the rest of U- Utah's three point shooters. Exactly. Um, but they have some good. They have some good point guard play. Um, I can't remember their point guard's name right now. It's just it's. Mine's blanking yeah, on Stockton me. left already. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if they play Michigan State, which I have them playing, then, I mean. It's tough to that's stop. That's a tough. That's a tough one to, to stop, stop Dental. Valentine. Yeah, Valentine, but, hey. Um, and then UVA is beatable, too. So Yeah, well, I have Purdue beating UVA. Oh. I have Caleb's wanting and doing us a favor and knocking them off. So. I, I'm just, Arkansas Little Rock is a very good team. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, then, we were worried about this when we were at the selection shows. Most people had us pegged as a five twelve, a five seed playing Arkansas Little Rock. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> we're we not. Are, we're not. But we're uh, playing another very good team in Hawaii. Yeah. So let's talk about that matchup for a bit. Uh, a lot of people, you know, talk about this top half of the South bracket, probably saying three of the most talent-wise talented teams in. In this March Madness entire bracket is right there. Yeah, talent wise, Maryland, Maryland, Cal, Cal, and Kansas. Yeah, um, and so you look at this, and I mean, one of those teams, maybe th- all three, won't be playing come the Elite Eight. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at this going. This this we can look forward as much as we want because there's so many bigger name teams that we might have to play, but. If we look, if we overlook Hawaii for even a split second, I think we lose that one. Yeah, they are very, very good. They took Oklahoma down to three points. Yeah, and, and from talking with some of those guys on the other day, they aren't overlooking Hawaii. No, like, they're not. The moment I mentioned Diamond Stone, Diamond Ram, and he's like, "We can't overlook Hawaii, dude." Yeah. They have that power forward center. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, it's a it's a very European. I'll, I'll have to look. Yeah. I don't too, know too much about Hawaii. Um, but I, I just I just read their little like little brief uh, thing on ESPN and it talks about how they have a seven, six eleven 
uh, power forward who can shoot three and is very good in the post. Um, so that's the big thing is, yeah. is can we match up against that? Which if we do, that probably means we go with our small ball lineup. Mm. We have Ivan playing that five. Ivan at the five, Jordan and Jabari mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. wings, Tyrone in the point, and, and Jalen yep. causing havoc. Yeah, and then what we do defensively is if he's out on the wing, we have Jalen guard him, and if he backs up down into the – if he moves down into the post, Ivan picks him up. Yeah, they have a former Cal assistant, John Montgomery. The son of former coach Mike, Mike Montgomery, Montgomery as their, one of their assistant coaches. So there is some familiarity there, but it does not breed contempt in this situation. Yeah, I mean, I did talk to Jabari about this yesterday, and I asked him, you know, does it is there anything is, – does it make you feel a little bit easier knowing that you might know someone on the – on the opposing team as your first game. And he's like, eh, yeah, but at the same time, not really just because he won't be playing, um, on the court. And I, yeah, of course that's, that's definitely the case. Um, mm-hmm. but he does feel like it, it's a little bit of familiarity. Like it's not someone just a random team that you'd never heard of. Don't mm-hmm. know anyone. It's just, you know, blank. It's Hawaii. Yeah. We know where they are yeah. somewhere out there in the Pacific. Yeah, what a good way to start March Madness is we play Hawaii here, and then, of course, our first football game next season, we is play Hawaii in, at a neutral site. In Australia, but, <laughs> you know, life imitates life. Yeah. And then we might play either Maryland or South Dakota State. I don't know anyone on South Dakota State, so I'm going to just say Maryland for right now, but you never know. I heard... Uh, Tortoise in the hair. The hair could win this one. I heard Scott Van Pelt got a t-shirt shipped to him from... Uh, from South Dakota State. Nice. Um, so he has to wear that this week. But he, I think he's a Maryland grad. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> SVP, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, we don't know how far they'll go. Hopefully no. it's far. Hopefully we win the damn thing. We're 50-1 yeah. to 1 on the odds for that. Well, so think- if you want to throw down a tenner, you can win a good 500 bucks. Yeah, put, or, down, a, yeah. Yeah, put down 100, you win five grand. Yeah. Um, Disposable income, people. <laughs> See what you do. Make Vegas rich. Yeah, I think that's Bov- Bovada, one of the sports books. Another sports book last night had us uh, forty to one. Um, so, eh, I'd know. go fifty to one. I mean, then again, I'm not a bookie, even though I've tried to be. Just in comparison, uh, I read, I looked at that book uh, that came out last night. So Cal, Arizona, Utah, all forty to one odds to win the national championship. On the flip side. Duke, who's also a four four seed in this, twenty five to one. So just well, that's because comparison. everybody loves Duke when it comes to odds. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, this all this all starts this week. Oh, oh, I'm I might need to buy some more data on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna try and I have a bunch of TVs at home, so I'm gonna see how many of them I can get hooked up to having games on them. You got a TV. You need a tablet, you need a computer, and you need your phone on one on your Wi-Fi at home. Yeah. That gives you four. I have a computer that's kind of broken because <laughs> the Wi-Fi doesn't work on it, but I can hook it up to the router uh, get and then attach phone. it to another there TV. There you go. There you go. So we're going to make this work. You'll have a different game playing in every room. Yeah. pretty. Or I'll put them all in the same room. <laughs> oh. This is going to be a fun month. That's that's all. I it have should to be say. interesting it's, at it, the very least. Yeah, we were talking about this before we filled out this bracket, and if you're filling out a bracket this week, let me just say, even as even as someone who's watched quite a bit of college basketball this year, just because it's always on, 
this year's a crapshoot. Yeah. Literally. There, there's literally no real favorite. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that, I mean, Virginia's a one seed and they've lost seven games. You don't usually see that from the one seeds. Nova was a one seed up until they lost that championship game yeah. just yet two days ago. So, hey, you'd usually see the top teams with me like two or three losses each. Yeah. But it's not that way this year. Four for Kansas, six for North Carolina, seven for Virginia, six for Oregon. Yeah. What the heck? I mean, you've actually less losses at the two seed, I think, than the than the one seeds. Yeah, Xavier has five, Michigan State has five, Oklahoma has seven, and Nova Villanova has five. five. That's twenty two total yeah. and then uh twenty three from the other from the ones. So <laughs> it's interesting how they seeded everything this year. It is it is very interesting. And one thing that, that did catch my eye is they made sure that no one really had any um hometown advantage other than the number one seeds. Yeah. Like um, Oregon will go to Spokane, Kansas will go to Iowa. UNC is playing in Raleigh, which isn't that far away. Yeah. And so is UVA, which actually I don't know how far away the state of Virginia is from North Carolina. <laughs> My geography is failing me at the moment. I, I think mean, it's on top of it. Hold on. I mean, because I'm looking at this going, you know, if you Nova's a two seed, if you had to, if you had Nova placed in the East, then they would play in Philadelphia in the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. Um, you look at the West, they play in Anaheim. If you put if you put Oklahoma in the Midwest, you know, they would play in Chicago. Granted, Michigan State is close to Chicago as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but just little little things like that. Um, you know, you could have put Cal as the four seed uh, in the West. We played, you know, in Anaheim in the same state. You could have put uh, four seed Kentucky in the South. They would have played in Louisville, mm-hmm. you know, right down the street. So they they did a i mean i think they did a real real good job of letting fans wherever they are see teams that they don't necessarily always get to see i know west coast duke fans are ecstatic if they make it to the 16 elite eight yeah so. they'll get to play in anaheim yeah that'll be a good one no it's uh 3 hours and 36 minutes from charlottesville to raleigh yeah and that's like a it's a pretty straight line to be honest if you look at the route. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even think about that. Yeah. And of uh, course, UNC is in Raleigh. I mean, uh, you, a little bit a little bit of ways, but yeah, you, you land at that airport, the Raleigh Durham airport, so. Yeah, Chapel Hill's right there, so. Yeah. It's just off of 40 and 85 it seems. I I don't know. I've I've been to the East Coast once in my life and it was when I was 10 years old, so. I kind of don't know what's over there. <laughs> it's only because we went to Washington, D.C. Um, I saw the University of Virginia. It's very nice. They have a lot of bricks. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, so we, I guess we can move on from that now. Yeah. We have some stuff on recruiting here, but honestly, there isn't that much to talk about. No, I think this was from last week. Uh, but, well, there's, there's a little bit of news. Uh, I just read... Uh, on Twitter, Cal is going after a seven footer from Turkey, uh, an eight, a seventeen or eighteen year old. But um, yeah, so we have that on the cards. Uh, they're they're actively pursuing him. Uh, that would be, I mean, if you could add him to next year's class, we'd have three seven footers on the team. That's the land of the giants, <laughs> right there. No longer twin towers. I don't know mm. what you call three. Like I, 
The Tri Towers. The Tri Towers. The Triforce. The Tritons. The tri- <laughs> no, we're not the Tritons. That's University of California at San Diego. Yeah, and San and San Jose State. They're the Spartans. Are they the Sp- oh, they are yes. the Spartans. That's right. That's right. It's just they're blue and yellow, so it always reminds it's, me. Yeah. Everyone's the same color in California. <laughs> they. Every UC has the same colors, the same fight songs. You Every know? rival of a UC is always red. Yes. Stanford, USC, Fresno State for San Jose State. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, not Sac State for UC Davis because they're green and yellow. Yeah. Um, That's the only odd one out. Yeah. That I can think about. Uh, let's see. University of San Diego is blue and lighter blue. Yeah. So. Hey. Her. Yeah. Oh. oh boy, um, that that pretty much does our show today. I mean, San Diego State's red too. Yeah. So yeah, no, okay. Yeah, sorry, red and black. snapping out of it. Yeah, but that pretty much wraps up our show today. Yeah, we did not get any questions today, mostly uh, because a lot of things were that would have been asked were covered. Mm-hmm. So um, actually, I did get one question. We we're talk, very comprehensive. We could talk about this for a split second, okay. and I want your I want your take on this. Okay, because... I'll fire up the Stephen A. Smith generator. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone asked me what's wrong with Jalen Brown right now in his slump. Uh, addendum on that uh, is on a feature article by uh, Connor, uh, the SF Chronicle came out a few weeks ago about Jalen Brown and how he's a vegetarian and how he doesn't want special treatment. So when he goes on road trips, he just he t- he eats meat, right? Well, let. Here's how the nutritional thing works out with that. Yeah. I this is actually kind of an area of expertise. If you don't if you don't eat meat for a long time, you lose the enzymes in your stomach that, that help you down. that help you to digest meat because yeah. meat is more difficult to just digest in general. It takes a lot more yeah. work through your body. Yeah. Especially red meat. That's why uh, red meat's so troublesome when yeah. it comes to your diet and why you need to limit it for the most part. I've completely cut out red meat, and honestly, I don't think it's that hard to do. But if you don't eat it for a long time, and then you just decide to eat it, then you're just going to be sick. That's yeah. the that's the gist of it. But I don't know. They have to have some option that's vegetarian, at least. Yeah, I, I'm the only reason I say this is because like pasta. I mean, in the article, what it says is he doesn't want special treatment, which is why he just. He doesn't. He doesn't want it. But so the the thing I'm. It's not special treatment to not, not eat meat. <laughs> yeah. The the conclusion I'm getting to is maybe that had an effect. I, I mean, hope not, but that would make sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, people are like, "What is what is your nutrition like? You know, just eating a little bit of meat have anything to do with it? I mean, it can throw your stomach way the hell off. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way. Um, this is a very very very. This is a shot in the dark. Yeah, um, and but also at the off same, of a mirror <laughs> with a BB gun, with a fog machine going off. Yeah, while um, it's the final countdown plays in the background. Here's my here's my little parallel story. If it were to happen, it's like if you lived in one country for the longest time, and the only food you ate is let's say let's say pasta. Yeah, right. And then um, you ate every single type of pasta there is, but that's all you ate. Yeah. You move to a different country, no longer do they have pasta. You have to eat, uh, I don't know, let's say tofu. Like, that's the only thing they have. Well, that's going to screw you up regardless. Exactly. But it's just, it's something that it's, your body's not used to. 
I mean, people mm-hmm. have trouble even drinking water when they visit another country just because some of the bacteria and stuff in the water, yeah, just natural water. It's weird. It's different. Um, so if this is the case, it could have an effect. It's, yeah. I'm not saying that it, it, it's going to, I don't know, give, give him a stomach virus or anything mm-hmm. like that. But It's not going to kill him, obviously. Yeah. It's just going prob- to make him feel sluggish. It's going to affect your stomach, obviously. Lots of bathroom trips. Yeah. Most likely. Hopefully not. Yeah. They, honestly, if I were him, I'd just stick to fruit and pasta. And veggies. Yeah. And veggies. The pasta is for just energy, carbohydrates, and everything. Yeah. Because you're playing a game of basketball for 40 minutes. And you're running as much at work as he does. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I've I've gone mostly vegetarian Uh over the past month and a half or so, and it's not that hard. Yeah. Honestly, preparation of meat is a pain in the pain in the you know what. Yeah, the cooking part is definitely hard. I don't like doing that, so I decide you know what I can just eat pasta and some cheeses, and you know I'll be just fine. I'll have some bread and veggies and fruit. You know. Yeah. It keeps you satiated. Yeah. So I'm not saying that this is the only reason he might be in a slump. But it might be a bigger one. Yeah. It might be a big reason, a big part of it. Yeah, so. I I hope not, to be honest. But no, I, I don't either. Honestly, he's just probably, he's shooting poorly right now. He's forcing things a little bit, trying to get things going when he's been real good. Yeah, I mean, here's what I said about this is, you go back to the Arizona game, he had five, five fouls he fouled out. Yeah. He had four, which were offensive, all basically the same charging foul. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last week, um, he came out in a pregame interview and he said, I'm thinking too much. Right? That's, that's, that's the reason he gave for his just offensive slump. Mm-hmm. So my conclusion that I come to is it's like, a, it's like a semi-yips type of thing. You go on offense, your entire motivation and the thing you're good at on offense is to put your head down and just get yourself and to it, the basket. it gets taken away. Exactly. Too. But you got four personal fouls and fouled out because of – how aggressive you were yeah. doing that, that's got to be somewhat in the back of your mind going on the attack now. Because mm-hmm. you realize if you get that, then you won't, be able to, you won't be able to play down the stretch and you hurt your team. And when you half-ass aggressiveness, it doesn't help. It doesn't. It's not. It, and that's not it, his forte. It does even worse, yeah. honestly. But he'll be fine. I think he's probably just pissed at himself a bit. Yeah, that's what I think too. And he's... Ready to go off. I'm expecting to see a huge dunk against Hawaii at the very least. <laughs> Something to just jumpstart just him. Tomahawk. Yeah. This D Brown, no look. <laughs> Throw it down. <laughs> not that you should do it. He wouldn't be the type of guy to do that no, in game anyway. No. He's not. While he is flashy, he's not a showman. And that's He's sort not of thing. doing the 360 windmills, you know, in middle no. of a game. No, he's just flying. Yeah. He's doing the throwing it down. The LeBron power dunks, like the cockbacks. Like that's what he's doing. Yeah. They did we did I did see a tweet from uh, Bill Simmons the other day where he had he watched the Cali Utah game apparently Uh and he loved Pirtle and Rav especially. Yeah. He said, Jalen Brown, I'd like to see him stay a second year at Cal. Yeah. But the NBA likes wings too much right now, and Jalen Brown is a perfect wing. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, just to end, I'll, uh, I'll I'll leave some little anecdotes from yesterday. <laughs> we were watching the selection show, and uh, Charles Barkley had some trouble. Yes, he <laughs> uh, had lots of trouble. It was actually the worst-rated selection show in years. <laughs> that part was hilarious, though. Um, but it was funny because he was 
you know, p- making his picks in terms of the south bracket. Yeah. He had trouble with the screen. He was, you know, touching things on the screen that wasn't making sense. He had too much of Shaq's barbecue chicken. Yeah. Kenny Kenny Smith said that he, he needs to get uh, all that lotion off his hands. He's <laughs> using too much lotion. And then uh, Charles Barkley responds, uh, I'm a metrosexual. I love getting mani-pedis every week. Um, <laughs> but the reason I bring that up is because when, right when he gets down to the, the Cal and Hawaii matchup, he says, this might be the, the, the most, most talented, talented team, team behind UNC. Um, yeah. And, you know, he loves I don't know the how goal. they lost 10 games. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Um, but there was that. Um, and also Doug Gottlieb picked us uh, to get to the Final Four. Wow. Um, he really loves us. <laughs> yeah. He picked us to get to the Final Four. He has Kentucky winning it, uh, winning it all, but he has us in the Final Four. I don't, I don't have Kentucky getting to the Sweet 16. Yeah. Seth Greenberg had us getting to, like, the Elite Eight or Final Four, but then immediately afterwards, like, on a different show, he says we're not getting past the second round. Yeah. I don't know what that means at all. Either way, anything can happen. It's a it's a weird system. It is. But we have a team that is built for this sort of thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Article so, on ESPN said that uh we might have the best built team for a long run in the Pac twelve just period. The final four. Period. Yeah. So there you have it. Dark horse. There you have it. Katy Perry. <laughs> Walk up music of Devin Rodriguez a couple of years ago. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's literally it. And mm-hmm. if you have your, if you're filling out your bracket, please fill one out. Um, have fun with whoever you might have a little bracket pool going with. There is one on CGB. Yeah. Um, if you want to enter it. into that one. Yeah. I mean, we have until, I think it's after the final, final, uh, the first four. You don't mm-hmm. have to have it done by the first four. Okay, that's good then. Um, uh, who are you picking, say, to win it all? So my final four has Nova, Baylor, Gonzaga, UNC. Oh boy. I, I, if I were to pick right now, I'd have Nova over Baylor. I'd have UNC over Gonzaga. I'd have Nova, UNC in the championship, and I'd have Nova winning the whole thing. Wow. That's ballsy. Drop the mic. Yeah. I, I had uh, Virginia, North Carolina, A&M, and Kansas. You got two ACC schools in there. Yes. I have UVA getting revenge for the ACC finals, beating yeah. North Carolina, and then I have Kansas beating A&M, and then... Virginian winning it all. I have wow. a lot of a lot of respect for Tony Bennett. He's he turned around a morbid Washington State program once upon a time. Yeah. And he's turned Virginia into one of the best schools in the country. For basketball. Yeah. yeah. And I'm excited to watch them play us at Haas next year. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. Be a hell of a game. Yeah. So UVA for me, North Carolina or Nova for you. Nova for me. And with that, we will sign off here. Yep. You know where to find us. I am at Trace Travers 3. I am at Rob 11 Huang, H W A N G. And also at Golden Blogs, which is the site that you probably found this on. Yep. Uh, if so. you want to take a look at you know the selection show and what went on uh, yesterday that, at the event that Trace and I were at, uh, I wrote an article. It's mm-hmm. up there with all the press conference things that they did, um, some little videos from Selection Sunday, and just pictures of the team having fun as well. If you want to complain about Huffnagel getting fired, you can... <laughs> we have an... I think we have a thread we for do. that, too. We have an article up already. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah, that's it, really. You can email us at cgpbearcast at gmail.com. Two things will... Only two things will happen the next time we record this. Either we will be ecstatic 
that we made the Sweet 16. Yeah. Or we will be sulking because we have no more sports to talk about. And it'll be a 30-minute show and we won't <laughs> care. We'll talk, we'll talk about baseball for 30 minutes. We'll talk about women's lacrosse. <laughs> We'll talk about the frat games that were going That's on. That's right. On the we'll, field. Talk, we'll talk about the kickball frat games that were going on on Memorial Field. That's right. I really wanted us to make, play some freaking kickball, man. That, that sounds fun. fun. Yeah. That looked fun. And if anyone wants to get a CGB game of kickball going, then please let us know. We'll sign up. Yeah. Hell, I'll, I'll do any sport, really. <laughs> CGB curling, man. I'll get my broom. Men's curling. Yeah. Or do they have colored curling? I don't think it really matters about the genders in it. You don't have to be a man or a woman to be good with a broom. Uh, hopefully next week. I think we might have a guest on, so yeah. we might have another third coming yes. in. So. Fall, all's well that ends well. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let that guest be a surprise for now. Yeah. Uh, we can get him in here. Yeah. It'll be good. All right, and that's it. Uh, and as always, go Bears. Go Bears. You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world! This is bad territory! You-